Hey, Steven. Hey, what? Dude, have you heard of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast? Have I heard of it? Yeah, man, that's our podcast. Oh, right, 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 right. I knew that. Well, did you know that they have a Patreon? Yeah, I knew that. We made the Patreon. Oh, right, 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 right. I knew that too. But did you know that for as low as $3 a month? For $3 a month, you can support the show and get access to our exclusive Discord channel. And that for $5 a month, you also get access to our player rankings that we will update weekly until your fantasy football drafts. Then once the season has started, you will get access to our weekly player rankings to help your start sit decisions. Oh yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Oh, I should have known you knew that you're, you're pretty smart. Well, it's pretty awesome, man. And for $15 a month, you could even play with the host of the show in their own exclusive league. <laughs> now that's pretty cool. You're right. It is cool. And you absolutely can. So why don't you guys head on over to Patreon right now and search for First Read Fantasy Football Podcast so you can join today. What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 23 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how are you doing on this wonderful Monday evening? I am doing wonderful, and as you said, it's a Monday evening, not a Tuesday evening, as we are, you and I are so accustomed to at this time. Um, I'm going to be honest, yeah, it's it a feels weird. nice. It feels nice being a Monday and getting this done. Feels like I, I feels like feels like I'm accomplishing and being productive very early in the week. You know it does. It does feel nice. It gives you extra time to work on editing, all of the good stuff. It is nice. I I absolutely I am thrilled. So especially with my busy life and and my podcast life. So it helps. It helps <laughs> all around. It's it's great. <laughs> yes, Tyler and his seventeen podcast. Also, just realized you're wearing an Alamo shirt. Represent. Yeah, that's right. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> Remember that historic battle. All you Texas listeners out there. <laughs> All you Tejas listeners. That's right. Stay All right, cool guys, out we... there. I know it's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no kidding. It's hot here. I can only imagine how bad it is there. Dude, it was a nice, brisk 70 degrees today. And it's supposed to be like that again tomorrow. It was lovely. Oh, that is nice. It felt like a nice fall day. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Fall. It felt like football fall. season. That's what it felt like. Oh, man. That that feels good. If you guys didn't know this, fall does not exist in Indiana. Um, and now, when it does, it's the best ever. Right? It's, like it's Indiana literally fall. the best. But you'll only get like three or four of those days every season, would you say? Yeah, I don't know if you guys seen Jeepers Creepers, but like the the creeper guy comes out like one like every like twenty three days, every twenty three years. That's how fall days are. It's like four days, but every like four years. <laughs> and and it. they're wonderful. It really is an, an awesome season in Indiana. But like I said, you just don't get it because it's either really hot or really cold. Most likely, really cold. Weather's crappy. It's not like it's sunny and nice out. But 
when all the stars align, Indiana fall. You can't beat it. I I just can't wait to move and not have to worry about it. I mean, you know, it it is a big change. I'm not gonna lie, it's nice. I I'm kind of foolish because I feel like my goal is to move down to like Florida or something eventually, and I probably will just hate it. Like I feel like I'll. Uh, Yeah, that's gonna be. uh, It's gonna be a different challenge, uh, but it will be a challenge. I I think I can get past it eventually, right? That's some people say that. Some people don't. You know, you know where I think you should move. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. I want to move to East Virginia, just to be different from you. Just, just to be a pain in the butt. <laughs> Doesn't exist. How, I love it. How about Charlotte, North Carolina? That's only two hours. That's pretty good. Honestly, like I, I have thought about North Carolina. I've heard it's beautiful. They have a football team. They oh, do have I one mean, of those. I mean, football is always close, which will be nice. <laughs> I would have to visit. Someone tell me the Maybe. best time to visit so I can fall in love with it. Yes, no kidding. When is the best time to go to Charlotte so that Tyler can fall in love with it? Make sure you bring Ashley. And then you'll eventually move there and only be two hours away from me. It'll be much better. It'll be like three years ago. Actually, like a year ago. <laughs> you just moved, not like a year ago. I just, yeah, it popped up on yeah, my Snapchat memories, actually. Yeah, almost it's exactly over a year. It's been over a year. Just Yeah, a little over. Yep. A little over. So um, I, I know because I had a wonderful picture of your brother laying on a u-haul ramp and it's just (laughs) oh beautiful Uh, shout out to jason if you're out there i should make it my wallpaper i could i could pretty much guarantee he's not that's a shame that's it is it is a shame he's gonna have two open seats at his wedding (laughs) you don't listen to the podcast we're not going to the wedding (laughs) how you feel about that episode (laughs) <laughs> my oh, favorite thing man. was uh when my mom was like you still do you still uh you talk to steven lately i'm like yeah like every week we do uh we do a podcast so. <laughs> you talk to steven lately that's hilarious yeah at least once yeah. every seven days uh, uh, tomorrow unfortunately i have to so <laughs> oh man too funny oh man all right um, well we've got a off- great episode oh for you guys today um tyler was going to say something but it probably wasn't important so we'll go ahead not at all important (laughs) we'll kind of dig in here all right so like i said we have a good episode i don't actually think i told you what we're going to do but we have a mock draft today we're heading into mock draft 3.0 and we're going to roll through the whole thing this time so we're going to go ahead we're going to be doing this mock draft on sleeper which is the best fantasy football um hashtag not sponsored software whatever the word it is it's the best place to play the game not it sponsored, literally is the best but if they want to sponsor us we would be willing <laughs> just reach out to us at firstreadpod at gmail.com or click the link at our soon to be up website <laughs> exactly all right anyway so we're gonna do a mock draft we're gonna get ready to kick this thing off Real quick, let's run through some of the settings. We are doing pretty basic like roster settings. One QB, two running back. We are rolling with three wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, and we've got a defense on there just to be a little more realistic and kind of closer to what you are likely playing in your work leagues, a place like that. We're going to go ahead and do full PPR for this draft. Normally, we do half PPR, so keep that in mind. There will be some shifts 
in how we view players based on the fact that this is full PPR. It's not going to be huge changes, but it will come into play relative to what we are normally doing. But it's good to switch things up a little bit um, and kind of keep things fresh. Like I said, we're going to go through all, I think, 15 rounds. Yep, 15 rounds. Um, The computer will be picking for the spots that we are not selecting at. And I think that really covers the bases. You got anything else that they need to know? Um, No, I think that's it. Uh, You will be picking at spot four. I will be picking at spot five. And PPR is always the way to go. Just remember that. And I think that's all I got. Yep. I do love full PPR. Um, I really do. It's just, it's a lot more fun. Also, triple wide receiver. I'm a big fan of that, that setup as well. Yeah. I mean, the league lends itself for that now. There's just so many good Mm -hmm. wide receivers that are out there. Yeah. In in comparison to like the running backs, the elite tier of running backs that are. So, yeah, I mean, more more wide receivers, the better. I think those are going to be the kind of the players that win you your leagues anyway. In, yeah. in, in your weeks throughout so i like more wide receivers that's just my game i feel like i have better luck with wide receivers anyway so yeah <laughs> yes. the right receiver spots that is true but let's go ahead let's kick this thing off and this is not a tight end premium correct not tight end premium that is correct okay that's something to keep in mind as well yep let's go ahead and hit start draft and we will keep you guys updated Ooh, as the picks go. get made all right Ah, that's so pretty standard. Are. Okay. It's very, very standard. It's kind of nice. I am on the clock here at spot four. Picks went Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara at spot three. I have pick four, and I'm pretty excited um, with the way this landed because I get to take my running back three off the board at running back four. And I'm going to go ahead and keep it pretty chalk. I'm going to take Derrick Henry. I absolutely love that pick because, I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry, he's a monster. I think his, his uh, opportunities are only actually going to get better because of the passing game that's now even more elite in yep. Tennessee with that of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. So I yep. am on the clock at pick five. Um, there's still a lot of good players left. I, I just, you know, at a glance, there's Barkley, Taylor, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams. E- Zeke is still there. Um According to my projections, he this player is a little higher than I actually, you know, have him in my head. But just going off of my projections and my stats that I projected him, I am going to shoot my shot here at this pick. And at number five, I am going to go Saquon Barkley. I think that makes sense for me. I probably would have avoided him there. I find myself being lower and lower on Saquon, and I think I'm just like believing that the Giants are a bad team. And I think that's true. Uh, but And I think that's kind of making me see him a little less valuable. And I think something important that we need to bring up is kind of where we're at on Alvin Kamara. Because I think both of us have kind of come out of the last couple months a little higher on Alvin Kamara than we were originally, right? Oh, definitely. I, definitely. I, I'm liking uh, Kamara more and more. I know that QB situation is obviously still up in the air. but Sure. You know, I think when you're in a spot where you don't, your team's kind of in this like weird, I don't want to say rebuild, but in this weird spot, um, you know, there's two people you're going to lean on in this offense and it's going to be Kamar and it's going to be Michael or Michael, uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas. So, and you know, you got two elite players there, but I think Kamar is going to be kind of the guy, you know, he's going to be able to just run the ball when you need him. He's going to be able to, he's going to be there to, to catch the dump off when that's needed as well. So 
I am definitely getting higher on him as we go on. Had he fallen to me, he would have been my go-to. So, you know, you know, I think I think we're only going to get higher on him as we go. Honestly, I think so too. And I don't blame people for being scared. I, I really don't. No, not definitely not. I think there's plenty of reason to be. But I, what it just come down to is me is just I just feel confident in Alvin Kamara. Like he's a player that feels safe. I think he's my running back four right now in my rankings. I would take him ahead of Saquon, but not ahead of McCaffrey, Cook, and Henry. Um. And that's just kind of where, I, where I've landed on Alvin Kamara. And we'll kind of see if he hops up anymore. But I think that's probably where he'll stick for me is right in that running back four spot. After Saquon Barkley, the next picks were Chubb, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, Hill, Tyreek Hill, uh, Zeke, Travis Kelsey, uh, pick 11, um, Diggs, Metcalf, Hopkins, Eckler, Aaron Jones, Mixon, Swift, and Dobbins. So a lot of running backs off the board. And there was uh, obviously a lot of running receivers backs. on the clock right now at pick two eight um mm-hmm. you know my strategy going into this was i just i want to kind of go running back heavy at the beginning that was kind of my strategy going into this um i know sure, so sure. it's a little different from what i've been doing i'm looking at the board acres Najee harris antonio gibson josh jacobs um ceh is still on the board i'm really leaning towards gibson just because this is a ppr league and we saw you know he's going to be a good mm-hmm. a, a good uh pat uh receiving back going into next year in my opinion so i do like that receiver However, this is a PPR league. Um, I know we have more receiver spots than you know running back spots. I know we're I'm gonna be able to get some really good running backs the further we get into this. I'm sorry, I'm some good wide receivers even deep into this draft. I, I'm very confident in that. However, with that being said, I'm gonna make this move just to snipe you just because I can, and I'm gonna go with AJ Brown. Oh, thank you for doing that because you, by making that choice, you did not snipe me. Now, is is he the next wide receiver that I would have taken? Oh, man. I haven't gotten to sit down and really kind of process through the fallout of the Julio Jones trade because what it comes down to is how far am I willing to move up Calvin Ridley and how far am I moving down A.J. Brown? Because Calvin Ridley is probably the next wide receiver for me, almost for sure. I think I'd rather have him than Justin Jefferson, Michael Thomas, you know, some of these other guys that are about to come up. Because of what he should be for that offense, I, th- I see the upside there. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm buying into it a little bit, but I think we've seen it from him enough for me to believe it. But because of the way this draft has kind of shaken out and the way things have landed, I am going to stick running back here again um, where I'm at, I feel pretty confident that I will be happy with the the wide receiver that comes back to me. I think there's plenty of them left over that I'm okay having as my wide receiver one. I've got one guy in specific that I'm hoping falls to me. We will see. Calvin um, Ridley. <laughs> uh, Calvin Ridley would be nice, but there is a no- I don't expect him to. But you there is another okay. player, another wide receiver that I have very high in my rankings that I'd be happy okay. to have as my wide receiver one. But I'm going to go running back here. I love being able to start with these two guys. I'm going to take Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson I, for I, me I love it. is currently my running back 14. I feel pretty confident having him. I'd feel okay having him as a like my starting running back, I think. Um, so to get him here as my second running back, I'm pretty excited about. 
And now, oh, man, come on! Oh this no, is this is so stupid. <laughs> okay, so okay. I'll, I'll, okay, you go ahead. You tell him about this stupid mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> so after I took Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers went off the board. Patrick Mahomes went at pick two eleven. Okay, two eleven. Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle oh. at two twelve, Justin Jefferson at three one. Man, I really like Team One's team. That's scary. I, that is a very good team right now. Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Justin Jefferson. That feels whew, that feels a little too good. I think too many running backs went in the second round there. Um, a little too early. Yeah, I'm a little JK worried. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins specifically, I don't love. Um, you know uh, what after I don't Justin love? Jefferson. Josh Jacobs. What do you not love? <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so Josh Jacobs at 3-2, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like... Najee Harris is still on the board. Chris Carson's mm-hmm. still on the board. Clyde Edwards Alaire is on the board. I'd rather have any of those guys oh, yeah. than Josh Jacobs. Michael Thomas goes off at 303. Uh if he would have fallen to me, that would have been very tempting. Yeah. Definitely. But now I'm at a conundrum because no, you're not. there are a couple I really am. There are How multiple are <laughs> wide receivers here that I absolutely love. Oh, so man, dude. This is tough. This is really, really tough for me. I think I have to believe my rankings, though. I'm going to trust my gut on this one. I'm going to reach because he's not coming back to me. Just just hit it. Send it. <laughs> You're going to pick Ridley, right? I'm taking Terry McLaurin. Oh, that's who I was going to take. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Spite me. I... I have Terry McLaurin pretty high in my rankings now. Uh, he is ranked at number five for me based on projections. That's scary. I don't know if I would take him that high. But here, I, I just feel so confident in him this year, more than, more so than I do in Calvin Ridley, more so than like Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, those guys. It was a difficult choice, but I feel I feel pretty excited about it. Although I do have two Washington football team players, which I didn't realize until just now. That's kind yeah, of a problem. I made that mistake in one of my other drafts <laughs> recently where I had like four huh. LA Chargers, like five rounds in. I'm like, oh God. Yeah, I didn't what really think about draft. that. Oops. Maybe I, I should have taken Ridley. I'm really glad you picked him though, because honestly, um, I was kind of contemplating where I was going to go with my next pick because I'm next on the board at 3 5. And I was really contemplating do I go Terry McLaurin? Or honestly, and if he, if he falls back to me, I think I might take him. But I was contemplating do I go uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire? Um, I'm really liking yeah, Clyde. Edwards I don't think he'll fall. Um, I don't think he's going to fall back to me, but I, I really do like where he is at. Um, so you I, and I are I actually going to go. Uh, you and I are going to go two different directions here. So you're starting off with two running backs, receiver. I'm going to start out with two receivers and a running back. So my team currently consists of Barkley, AJ Brown, and now I have to do it, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I we probably should have had those flipped. I probably should have taken Calvin Ridley. I forgot that I took Antonio Gibson. That does matter. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. Uh, so Tyler took I'm Calvin Ridley at 3.05. Miles Sanders goes off the board next. Julio Jones. Clyde Edwards-Alaire does not fall, which I didn't expect him to. Najee Harris goes off at 3.09. Allen Robinson, Chris Carson, Josh Allen, and Mike Evans make up the turn. Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper at 406. That feels like fantastic value to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Travis Etienne at 407. I, like I feel like that would have been a great pick for you I had like he fallen. Pick. Just one you know, more spot. Um, so now that leaves. Landed. Yeah, that leaves you on the board at 408 and a little bit sad from what I can see. Uh, a little bit. You know, CEH went off the board. Travis Etienne went off the board. Those were kind of my next two backs I was eyeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. Um, so some of the backs are actually still left. You got David Montgomery, James Robinson. I don't know why he's there. Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, Melvin <laughs> Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Javante Williams, who I really, really like this season. Um, so we're getting a little low on the running backs. Yes, they are uh, thinning out. That is for sure. They are thinning out. So I got a, I got a nice conundrum here. Um, I feel like taking on the wide receiver. I'm kind of in this weird spot, but I'll pretty much fill out my roster, my starting wide receiver roster at this next spot. Some of the wide receivers sitting here. I'm at Thielen's here. Um, whoops, where we go? So you still got Thielen, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Jamar Chase, Galladay Lockett, CD Lamb. There's some really good, really good pickups there that I like. Um, ooh, I don't know why I'm pretending like this is a competition between us because it's it's not. But I kind of oh, really want to. It is. Oh, now I don't want to say who I kind of eye just in case because you get two picks before my next one. <laughs> so I'm stuck between three people here. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. Okay. I'm Why don't stuck you go between... ahead for the listeners? Because I am pretty confident yeah. I know who I'm taking unless you snipe him, but I don't I don't think you're going to. So why don't you go ahead and say it? So I'm actually stuck between taking uh Kyler Murray right here. Okay. Early. Um Kyle Pitts. He's the next tight end up on the board ADP wise. I'm really kind of uh-huh. liking that, but I do already have Calvin Ridley. So there's there's that. Um Oh yeah, yeah. Um honestly, or I'm looking at Jamar Chase. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to go another wide receiver here, and I'm going to go with my gut, and I am going to go with my belief in Joe Burrow, and I'm going to go Jamar Chase. Yeah, I actually I, I like that pick a lot. I, I think Jamar Chase is going to be fantastic, and I, I'm perfectly fine taking him there in the fourth round. I'm glad. I, I guess I shouldn't say I'm glad, but I, I agree with not taking Pitts or Murray there. It feels way too early for either of those guys. And I I know I'd be pretty uncomfortable taking them there. Um, I do really yeah, like just, Pitts there. I, I, I think just I don't want two Atlanta, you know, targets that early. I do like Pitts there if, if you weren't able to pick up Kelsey Waller or Kittle because there mm-hmm. are going to be a lot of targets. Go, I mean, granted, he's not the only tight end there this season. But sure. we know what he's capable of. You know, his value has gone up because Julio's gone. We know Matt Ryan likes to pass the ball. So I, yeah. I do think he is a good pick. You know, yeah, I would have liked to get him, you know, maybe next round for the value. But yeah. I think if you, if especially if this is a tight end premium league, I would definitely like this. Him oh, absolutely. In this spot. Absolutely. That's um, fine. But with it not being tight end premium, with me already having an Atlanta receiver, that's why I avoided him. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is there are just wide receivers here that I feel a lot more safe with um, over mm-hmm. Pitts. So I'm actually going to go ahead and I had one person selected. And before I realized Robert Woods was still on the board. Um, but so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Robert Woods here. He's the uh, next best wide receiver in my rankings. And he's available and it's an easy pick I like for it. me. I, we'll I see like, if my oh, other guy drops. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So after Woods, after I pick Woods at 409, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, Kyler Murray goes at the back end of the fourth round. Still a little early for me. I like Kyler in the fifth more. Um, 
I don't know. That just feels feels pretty early. So Kareem Hunt goes 501. Kyle Pitts does go at the beginning of the fifth round. David Montgomery. Then I am back on the board here at 504. And I am excited because I get to take another wide receiver who I'm very, very excited for in the fifth round that I think is just fantastic value here. I'm going to take Cortland Sutton here. Ooh, uh, I can't, I don't know what my luck is with Sutton. I love Sutton so much and I can't get him to save my life in any mock (laughs) draft in any real draft. I just don't know what's happening. I am cursed. So that's who I was going to take last pick before I realized Woods was on the board and I have Woods just a little bit higher. Um, But Sutton proved what he can do. He's already getting back to practice. He's not going to miss, you know, the big, any, any of the season. I think he's going to be fine. And I'm comfortable with Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. And then obviously if Aaron Rodgers ends up there, he'll be even better. I like it. I like it. So I'm um, sitting here at pick five, five. I currently have Barkley, AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, and Jamar Chase. So I would really, really like another running back here. Um, but I'm just I'm not thrilled with my options where I'm at in this draft. I think some of the uh, guys I am eyeing running back wise, I think I can get them a little bit later. So I think that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. I that's what I would do at, if I were you as well. I think we're at tight end wise. I'm not happy with with the value and wh- who is on the board. So I'm going to avoid my tight end agreed, position. Agreed. Uh, Kyler Murray got sniped from me by Team One. They're putting together a heck of a team. I absolutely love them. Uh, you know, so the question comes, do I take a QB here? You know, I still got Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of really good options. Yep. Um, a lot of good receivers. Um, I'm actually really torn. There's a lot of spots that until we come back to me. I know I know what I would be doing here. I had my mind made up until right now. So I'll be honest with you. My mind was, you know, you have your three wide receiver positions filled, but you still have two flex positions. Go ahead and pick up sure. CD Lamb. Be a nice solid okay. option. I would have really liked yeah. that option, but we're at we're at pick five five. We're in a one QB league. Allen Murray, Mahomes are off the board. I think it's time to make my move, and I'm going to go ahead and draft Lamar Jackson. That is exactly where I would have went with that. I just think the value there is really really good. I don't love taking another wide receiver for your team. Running back is what you want, and it fell perfectly, in my opinion, for you to get somebody that's going to be really solid and as a running back, but I'll let yeah. you obviously make the choice. Um, after Tyler picks Lamar at 505, it goes James Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Mark Andrews, Dak Prescott, CD Lamb at 510, Miles Gaskin, Juju Smith-Schuster, Melvin Gordon. Interesting cho- choice right there. Russell Wilson, there Justin Herbert go back-to-back at the beginning of the sixth round. Javante Williams at 604. OBJ, 605. Kenny Galladay, Devontae Smith, and now Tyler is on the board at 608. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, so I know what uh, I my, the QB I was actually going to pick uh, was Tech Prescott originally until I saw Lamar Jackson was still there. I kind of didn't yeah. see it coming, so I was like, got to take him. Uh, so my yep. team right now, I have Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Brown, Ridley, and Chase. So, you know, to fill out that starting roster, I still have a running back, tight end position I need to fill out, and a few flexes, right? So... Now we're starting to get into the the interesting section. So, you know, just taking a look here, there's there's some okay running backs on the board still. Some of that I do like. Screw it. I'm going to go with my gut. I don't care. I'm done. I'm done. Here we go. I like my receiving core, and I like throwing the ball, catching the ball in a PPR league, so screw it. Sure, sure, sure. You go Brandon Ayuk. 
Brandon Ayuk. Didn't you just Jonah. earlier say you were afraid of Brandon Ayuk? I, so I did say I was afraid of Brandon Ayuk. You know what? But I'm gonna face fear. I'm gonna face face fear in the face. Yeah. Face fear in the face. Okay. I'm gonna face fear in the face, and I'm gonna pick up <laughs> Brandon Ayuk to fill out one of those flex spots for myself. Because why not? That's fair. That is fair. So right now we're kind of in that tier of running backs that I really hate. Um, Leonard Fournette's on the board, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, David Johnson. I really, really don't love any of those guys. Coming after them is Mike Davis, somebody who I have a lot of confidence in, but I don't feel the need to to reach for him here. Wide receiver-wise, there's some players that I like. Um, I just don't necessarily love them. T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool is kind of a question mark in my book. LaVisca Chenault is somebody I'm pretty excited for, but um, it's a pretty easy pick for me here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take my tight end five, I think, on my board, and I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson here pretty easily. I like it. Only real target there on the Detroit Lions, so it's a pretty easy pick for me. I think he's going to get a ton of volume. Uh, another thing that I feel that needs to be pointed out is the quarterback situation. Last in in round five, I took Cortland Sutton right before Tyler took Lamar Jackson. If Cortland Sutton was not there, I probably would have taken Lamar. As and then Dak would have been the fifth quarterback that I'd be willing to kind of take in those mm-hmm. first five rounds. But once Dak goes off the board, I'm pretty much like off QB for a while until I pick up one of those later guys and try to get some value. Off Even them. with Harbor and, and um, Burrow. So Burrow, I think you can get later. You can get him like you can get right now. Let's see. Trevor Lawrence is ahead of Joe Burrow, which I think is nuts, but you can get somebody like Tom Brady later, Matthew Stafford. So Jalen hurts go, goes pretty late, which I think is kind of crazy. And Ryan Tannehill is somebody that just kind of sits in the back of ADP that I think is going to be fantastic this year. So like I'd rather take Ryan Tannehill in a few rounds rather than kind of reaching for Herbert or Burrow or one of those guys. That's, if that makes that's, sense. That's, yeah, that's fine. All right. After I picked TJ Hawkinson, Leonard Fournette went off the board, DJ Chark, which is questionable. I'm surprised, Most no, I'm surprised T. Higgins went this late. I kind of am too, and I, and I get it because of Jamar Chase, but I, I still think that two wide receivers there will be useful. Uh, Chase Claypool goes at 7.01, Kenyon Drake 7.02, T. Higgins 7.03, leaves me on the board here at 7.04. Now, let's see, where do I have? I've got two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end. Like I said, I'm not excited about taking a quarterback here. Aaron Rodgers is on the board, and that is tempting, I will not lie, even though I just said I won't take you can't, one. You can't pick up a retired player. <laughs> but yeah, and and that's one of the things is like I Aaron Rodgers feels so scary to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Mike Davis because I don't want there's like not really other running backs that I want to have on my team. And I just feel pretty good. Like if if those are my three running backs, Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson, Mike Davis, I feel pretty solid. Yeah, I, I dig that. I was actually gonna take Mike Davis if you did not hear. Um, I do kind of want to, I do want to, I want to fill out that running back void that I have here on my roster. And so I'm going to go ahead and take uh, someone that I actually really liked last season. Um, and I'm kind of hoping it wasn't just uh, the scheme that they were playing, but I'm going to go ahead and take Chase Edmonds here. 
Um, yeah, I do I, like him. I feel okay taking him there. Uh, my only fear is that James Conner will get the goal line touches and maybe the touchdowns there, but I think Chase Edmonds is going to yep. be the lead back and kind of take, you know, get the yards there. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead, take Edmonds here. I, I feel comfortable with it. Um, so I'm sitting with Jackson, Barkley, Edmonds, Brown, Ridley, and Jamar Chase. I think that's that's an okay team right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about your team, and I like taking Edmonds there. There's a lot of upside, especially if James Conner gets hurt, which he tends to do, then True. Edmonds kind of steps into that lead role and, and should be fine just based on volume alone. Why don't you go ahead and read who followed up? Yeah, so after uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, the next pick was 706, went Noah Fant, tight end, followed by Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, James Conner, uh, Tyler Boyd, Jalen Waddell, Ronald Jones, Jerry Judy at the turn, Hollywood Brown, uh, LaVisca Chenault, Brandon Cooks, Burrow, Gronk, and Trevor Lawrence right before my next pick, and I am up next to 808. Do I do I reach for a, a tight end? I feel like I'd be reaching at this point. I really like Fitzmagic. I really like this Washington football team. I know uh, you and I both like them a lot. I mean, you got two of their players right off the bat, right, in the first three rounds. Yep. Um, I believe in Fitzmagic. I believe in the Washington football team. I think their defense is going to be really, really good. I believe their offense is actually going to follow suit, and I think they are going to definitely win the NFC East this season. And with that being said, I'm going to go with a receiver from that team that I'm really high on and that we have actually spoken about in recent episodes to be on the lookout for. I'm going to go ahead and grab Mr. Curtis Samuel here. Oh, interesting pick. I like Curtis Samuel there. I thought that you, that was all the lead up to get Logan Thomas, which I'm <laughs> less excited about Logan Thomas, but Curtis Samuel, I actually really do like that pick there. This is a really interesting point in the draft for me because there's no running backs that I'm interested in. I, well, that's not completely true. I do like a few that are on the board. I like Michael Carter. I like Zach Moss, but I don't feel the need to take either of them here. I'm okay with kind of waiting to see if they fall back to me in seven picks. And if they don't, I'll be okay. Wide receivers, it gets a little interesting. Okay, so Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel, Robbie Anderson, all on the board here. I don't love all of them, but one of those players, I think will get a ton of volume, whether or not, whether or not the quarterback is good, whether or not he's good is kind of still up in the air. I think I have to take the value here and go ahead and, and select Deontay Johnson. Okay, I thought you were going to go Robbie Anderson. I, I really did. Uh, it was be it's actually funny enough between Deontay Johnson and the player that I think I'm going to scoop up here because he did not go off the board. So after Deontay Johnson, Matthew Stafford went at 810. Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, and A.J. Dillon make up the turn. Debo Samuel, Mike Gesicki, then falling to me is the goat himself. I'm going to take the don't crazy value on Tom Brady in the ninth round. Yeah. Easy top 10 quarterback, right? Yeah, I, I love that pick. Uh, Tom Brady, I mean, you said to me yourself, he's the goat, right? He was, he was the big goat in the Madden tease of the big goat, baby goat, right? So oh, you mean that, that Madden you know, cover that I guessed correctly? Yeah, dude, and I, I just, I love the our podcast last week where you said that, and I was just so deflated, and it was so <laughs> obvious from from the get. So I know you were, right. you were right. It was uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes donning the cover of Madden twenty two, which is so cool. I think. Um, and speaking of Madden twenty two, that brings me to pick nine oh five, and me not knowing who I want to take here. <laughs> so it's a, it's a weird spot in the draft. I feel like. 
I'm going to go for another receiver here. I, I, I'm really receiver happy in this draft. I have five currently, but I'm going to get some just to stash away on my bench because um, I think we're we're getting some good value here, and they're just good to have in the back of your pocket. Sure. Um, and I'm going to go with someone that actually I had on my bench uh, for last season, and I was able to play him uh, for a majority of his really good games that he had. And I actually like his situation because with his stats versus his new QB stats, I think they are going to mesh very well into one nice little chicken pot pie kind of dish. I'm going to the <laughs> Robbie Anderson here. At the <laughs> I thought that's who you were leading up to. I like that pick a lot. I think Robbie Anderson is a great value there. I think he's just going to be good. You know, maybe he doesn't have these blow up crazy games, but I think he's going to be really solid, especially in PPR. He's going to get targets. He'll have plenty of volume. And I love that pick there. I really do. The next picks were Michael Pittman, Damian Harris, Rashad Bateman, Dallas Goddard, Hertz, Tannehill, Logan Thomas, Michael Carter. I like that pick. Trey yeah. Sermon, Zach Moss, Tanyan, Gurley, Watson, and Michael Gallup. I'm very weak on my running back position. Um, so I'm actually going to go uh, with a running back on this next pick. And I'm going to go with someone that I think I'm actually getting very good value for. I'm going to pick someone that has shown consistency has shown enough promise that the team is behind them. Um, they just recently re-signed him to an extension, so I really like that. And I'm going to go ahead and pick up Gus Edwards right here. Oh, wow. That is one of the players that I would have been eyeing very hard here in the next pick because when it comes to running backs, like I don't love really anybody that's on the board right now um, except for Gus Edwards. I think Gus Edwards is really solid and Mark uh, Mark Andrews, no, Mark Ingram getting out of town will help him out a lot. Yes. And like you said, the team trusts him. The team believes in him. He will get enough touches to be useful and you can plug him in as a flex. Absolutely. And I like picking him there, especially for your team that needs the depth there at running back. That leaves me having absolutely no idea what to do here. Uh, (laughs) My team right now, Derek Henry, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Davis, Deontay Johnson, Tom Brady at the helm there at quarterback. I actually really like my team, but where we're at right now, I just don't know what to do. Running backs on the board are kind of those like backup guys that sometimes get volume, maybe have a little bit of handcuff mm. value. Naheem Hines, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, Jamal Williams, JD McKissick. I don't love any of those guys. Wide receiver, we're looking at Corey Davis, Devontae Parker, Rondell Moore, T.Y. Hilton. I really don't love any of them either. But, so, you know what I think I'm going to go ahead and do here? There is one player, I think I'm going to take Antonio Brown. He, He led the team in targets there at the end of the season. He'll get targets. Tom Brady will pepper him. I can, it gives me that little little bit of a combo there with it, Tom Brady and, and Antonio Brown. Somebody that I just know is going to have volume in a PPR league. I think that's super helpful. I like it. Uh, so after you go ahead and take uh, Mr. Antonio Brown, uh, Bigger of Smith goes off the board. Devontae Parker, the man Justin Fields, Corey Davis did fall. Johnny Smith, T.Y. Hilton, and you are back up, my friend. I'm back on the board and still not confident in what to do here. Rondell Moore is definitely interesting to me. Tony Pollard is interesting. Elijah Moore is slightly interesting. I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is kind of take a player that I've been excited about. I'm going to take Rondell Moore here. 
a lot, a lot of upside if he turns out to be pretty solid and good stash I, there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'd I'd rather have a running back, but I just don't. I just don't love any of them at the moment. I like your Rondale Moore pick there. So, oh man, I am in a weird spot. I'm gonna try not to have too much dead air here for you guys listening. So, I'm still obviously needing a tight end. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I still wouldn't be taking I, one. I yeah, I am not taking one. I actually kind of like Nine Himes. I do think there's some upside there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good insurance policy, especially if Taylor goes down for whatever yep. reason. Um, it kind of dries up here, and then it gets better because then I get excited about some of these dart throws. But you still feel like you want somebody that's contributing here, at least somewhat. Maybe not a starter, but I'm gonna go with someone that um did have some uh, uh some upside last season, and it's a very good insurance policy, especially in a PPR league. So I'm gonna go I with I know what you're doing here, JD McKissick. Oh, that is not what I thought you were doing here. I thought you were taking Tony Pollard. Which I think would have made I do like sense. Tony. Um, but JD McKissick, I actually do like that pick a lot too. You're right. That like if Gibson goes down, he'll have plenty of extra role. But he'll. I think he could still have a role oh, yeah. in the offense, just as that you know third down back. And it's a PPR league. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. So I am back up on the board. Um, the picks that went before my next pick are. In, or, I'm sorry. After McKissick were Naeem Hines, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Gainwell, Tyler Higby finally went off the board. Tony Pollard, Ertz, Kirk Cousins, Amon St. Brown, Darnell Mooney. Oh, I stole him. I like Mooney. Michael Hardman, Henry Henry Ruggs, Evan Singletary, and Matt Ryan. I just like I said. I'm not enjoying my my options here, but I'm going to go with someone that I think could actually have a breakout season. It all depends on the QB play and just the team in general. But I'm going to go ahead with Elijah Moore from the New York Jets. Yeah, that's that's who I was eyeing there too. Uh, somebody <laughs> with a lot of upside. And like I said, last round, I, I w- it was a little rough. But this is where I start to get a little more excited at the back end of this draft. Because I think there's a lot of value here in these players that are still on the board. Somehow, a couple players that I'm interested in, Mike Williams is definitely interesting as the wide receiver two in Los Angeles. Marvin Jones is also really interesting. You know, does he have a potential to be the number one target there in Jacksonville? I think it's possible, but I wouldn't bet on it. The player that I think I'm going to go with here is Cole Beasley. He was fantastic last year uh, in fantasy. I only worry about that after the recent news. Oh, with all the stuff going on. The COVID stuff. Have you seen it's, that? Nothing's going to come of that. I know. They're not going to force them, I, and it's going to be fine. I, I don't think so. I'm just, if I were drafting right now for my league, I would avoid him. That's fair. That's fair. Well, that's we'll, just me. we'll see how that plays out if he misses time or something like that. But I just don't expect to see that happen. I think That's fair. Assuming none of that comes into play, I think he's great value here in the 12th round. He was like a top 24 wide receiver last year. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's All true. right, so after Cole Beasley is taken there at 12.09 by me, we go Baker Mayfield. Mike Williams does come off the board. Austin Hooper at the 12.12. Jamal Williams. Carson Wentz might have been my pick if he didn't fall, or if he did fall. Fair. Nelson Aguilar at 13.03. I am back on the board at 13.04, staring at a few interesting options. A backup quarterback here is definitely a possibility. I have Tom Brady. Even though he is the best to ever do it, he is rather old. 
And that is something I have to keep in mind. So I think I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to take Trey Lance here. I think the upside there is huge. Just absolutely crazy. Like what he could be if he, when he gets to, when he gets out there. Cause I think he will start at some point next year, right? Like what are the chances he doesn't at all with the rushing upside? I'm going to take him and just kind of see how that plays out. I guess you could call it a reach, but I, I'm going to take my tight end. There's actually a few options on this yeah. list that I really, really I like a couple like. that are still I, left. I would I would be going the same place here. Uh, so you still got, I'll just name them all off. You got Jared Cook, Cole Komet, Pat Fryermuth, Adam Troutman, uh, Anthony Fersker, Tim Tebow, and Gerald Everett. So Tebow's the obvious choice. I'm kidding. He's not the obvious choice. That was a joke. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and go um, tight end here. I need one. I don't have one. So I'm going to go ahead and go with my true belief. He has a little bit of competition ahead of him, but I think the passing of the torch is coming. And it was one of my hot takes last uh, few weeks ago. So I'm going to go ahead with my man, my guy, my Chicago Bear. Cole I like that pick. I would have been Cole Komet, between Cole Komet and Jared Cook there. Um, and I like the Komet pick, I think, a little more. And coincidentally, Jared Cook goes off the board immediately after Cole Komet. <laughs> yep. Then Marvin Jones, Daniel Jones, Tariq Cohen, Jalen Rager, Philip Lindsay, Latavius Murray, who I didn't realize was still on the board, Kadarius Toney, Terrence Marshall, Chuba Hubbard, Christian Kirk, Alexander Madison, Daryl Henderson, Jamison Crowder goes at 1407, and Tyler is back on the board at 1408 with his second to last pick here in our mock draft. Yep. I'm going to go with my my strategy now is backup QB to have one and that is fair. defense. So I'm going to go ahead and do a backup QB right now, save my defense for last since there will be plenty of options, I believe. So I'm going to go ahead and go with – this is just no surprise. I think anywhere off the board, you got nope. your backup QB. I'm going to go the opposite. You know, I got Lamar Jackson. He's still like a little young stud, but I'm going to go ahead and go the opposite end. I'm going to add a little age, a little wisdom, and you know what? At the end of the day, just a little bit of magic. Ryan Fitzpatrick oh, yeah. is going to be my backup QB. He was the only pick there, really, in all reality. When you really look at it, one. he was the only option. I, I do actually really like Tua there. That would have been Tua, a really good pickup. I, Tua would have I, also I think that would have been a, a solid pick. pickup. Yeah, I, absolutely. I'm kind of actually regretting taking Trey Lance there because Fitzpatrick and Tua are both on the board this late. I would have rather probably mm-hmm. taken either of them in this round and had somebody else last round, but that is okay. It could work out really well with Trey Lance. 14th round, my second to last, my last non-defense pick here. Um, I am going to go ahead and look. Out of the like positional players, there's no one that I'm crazy in love with. So I'm going to take just somebody that I that is kind of a shoot-your-shot moment here, stick them on the roster, kind of see how it works out. I'm going to take Paris Campbell. Um, as a Colts fan, I okay. am aware of how much he was utilized that first week of last season. He got, it was one game, but he had like seven targets in that, in that first game before he got injured. Mm -hmm. If he stays healthy, he will be a significant part of the offense and he could be really good. So I'll just go ahead and and take him there. Kind of a dart throw at the end. Um, Other player I thought about taking was Adam Troutman as a potential tight end breakout. But then I realized I have TJ Hawkinson, who I just think is going to be consistent and solid. I don't think I'm going to be, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be like looking for upside at tight end. So I think I I was okay missing out on him. Yeah, I I like that pick a lot. 
Um, yeah, we can you can stream tight ends or you know get some yep. off the waiver wire on those bye weeks. So I, I yeah. wouldn't worry about him quite there, and I think he will probably maybe still be there too. Um, so next off the board was Le'Veon Bell for some reason, uh, Mark Ingram, Sterling Shepard, and now we're going to start our defensive run. You took my team, so <laughs> I went Seahawks, Titans, Niners. You took the Washington Football defense. That I did. And I think what a what a what a pick there. That that was that's actually my <laughs> first choice. Um, I, I like that pick a lot. I, I really. Why did Seattle go first? Wait, what the heck? I I think they're in the wrong year. I think they're still in like 2013. I'm sure, I'm sure the defensive ADP is just like all over the place, you know? Well, Washington was the first one ADP-wise, so I'm really not sure why. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't know. I like your Washington football pick. I'm going to pick what I think is probably the next best defense, even arguably maybe the better defense. I'm going to go yep. ahead here and finish out my team with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, that's a great pick. We don't need to fill out the rest of these defenses. That's all that's getting taken here, and none of them make sense anyway. For example, the Detroit Lions got drafted. The Houston Texans got drafted. I don't know what's going on here. but that's I don't know how the, the Rams end. went after the Texans, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Some weird algorithm, I'm sure. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's read off our teams right here. My roster, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Davis, Deontay Johnson, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Rondale Moore, Cole Beasley, Trey Lance, and Paris Campbell. And, and what's your starting lineup there? My starting lineup will be Tom Brady at quarterback, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson at running back, uh, Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton will be my three starting wide receivers. TJ Hawkinson will be my starting tight end. And then my two flex spots will likely be Mike Davis and Deontay Johnson slash Antonio Brown. So my starting lineup will be Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Chase Edmonds, AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, Jamar Chase, Cole Komet, the Tampa Bay defense. And my two flex positions will be Curtis Samuel, um, and it will swap out probably week by week between Brandon Ayuk and Robbie Anderson will be my two guys. Beautiful. I like those teams. I like those teams a lot. Yeah. I think we it fell pretty well. I, I don't love being earlier in the draft like this. I'd rather be kind of in that second half, but it, it worked out pretty well for me, I'd say. I'd agree with that. I, I like being, I think uh, one day I was looking at, I like being like six through 10 is a pretty good spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seven through seven through twelve, even it's not bad, but I like it. Uh, team one, who do they end up getting? Caffrey Kittle, Jefferson, Kyler Murray, Hunt, Claypool, Landry. I like that. I like that. Team, team eight, I really like the start for that team. Like they got to go Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards, Delaire, their first three picks. I really love that start. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just being biased. I really like our teams. I think we have a really good balance looking at some of the other mm-hmm. teams. I think they're either really running back heavy or really receiver heavy, and they're kind of light in those areas, you know, where I feel like our teams have a lot of upside, you know, there. So I, I like what we did there. I think we have good balance. You know, obviously, you could always use more depth somewhere. But sure, I think sure. overall, there's really good balance. So I think this is a good draft. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And as you heard at the beginning of the show, you can support the show if you enjoy it at patreon.com slash first read football, or you can search first read football, first read fantasy football podcast, whatever the name of our show is. I don't know, but there's a <laughs> lot of wonderful tears there. And you know what? I, uh, I had fun. It was a blast. If you guys have any questions on, on your team or you want us to take a look at it, 
and uh, we'll give you our opinion on what you think. If you want to tear our teams apart, let us know. You can do that too. Is there anything else you want to add before we get, uh, head out of here? Go to go subscribe to our Patreon. Go subscribe to our Patreon. It's where I post my OnlyFans photos. Oh, gosh. And yeah. So um, it's just me actually in Trubisky jerseys and doing different poses. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> all right. On that note, we will what see happened? you guys next week. We were doing so <laughs> <And it's>, good. <laughs> hey, we ended on a Trubisky note. I think that's doing pretty damn well. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you to our MVP. And until next week, we'll see you guys later. Yeah, see you guys. <laughs>